Welcome to Geeks Corner. I'm Mr. Daps. I'm Katie. And we have a wonderful show for you tonight. Wonderful. So we hope we're going to talk about the new Star Wars trading outpost at the downtown Disney district. We're also going to talk about Raya and the Last Dragon. We're going to talk about us again, which will be appearing just before Raya and the Last Dragon. We'll also be talking about what's coming to Disney Plus in March. One of those things is going to be the Falcon and the Winter Soldier. So we'll be talking about that as well. We're going to talk about cars. Beep, beep. First time ever. Well, I don't know if it's the first time ever or not, but we are going to talk about cars as well on like real life cars, real life beep. cars. Kind of. They're beyond life in some ways, but we'll talk about <laughs> that, too. And uh, and if you would like to join the conversation, Katie, what should they do? She either type in the little YouTube chat and do the little YouTube chat, little YouTube chat. Okay. Put your comment there and then we can put it on the screen. Or if you're on Twitter, use the hashtag Geeks Corner. OK, I like those ideas. Those are good ideas. It's great. Idea. Uh, we will be watching the comments for as you uh, join in. And if you're watching or listening to this later, leave a comment anyway. We'll try to respond. So uh, we are going to start first off with the breaking news. I guess you could call it breaking news is that Star Wars trading post is now open for legacy pass holders with reservations. Uh, it started giving previews today and murray and i were able to go and wait in line for this which i find humorous because you get reservations to go to a place and yes. then they're like you actually got a reservation to wait in line which was fun you reserve your place to wait in line yes um which i honestly it was fun because the people that were there in front and behind us we're all excited to go and see this. And like the people in front of us are going to go to Walt Disney world for the first time ever in Fun. like a few months. And so like, there's a lot of like, I feel like these things bring out the, I don't know, those little magical moments that you don't expect that, that Disney created just by existing. Yeah. And, and so that part was really fun. And, uh, and you had the opportunity to, uh, Go and buy one of those little uh, gift medallions. Mm -hmm. What are they called? The Batuan. The Batuan Spire Droid Card. Or yeah, something. that one. And and so you can do that for four ninety nine, provided that you put a hundred dollars on it. So really, it's one hundred and four ninety nine. And um, and you actually have the gold version. I do. And I now have, they have the silver version. I have the version from opening day of Star Wars Galaxy's Edge. And I will um, admit, I had that moment of like, Katie really needs the silver one. <laughs> Don't. I thought about it though. Uh, you did, and that's very kind of you. But I have the one, and I have it. I think it has like four dollars left on it. It's tucked away in um, a box. Do with, you know like, where it is? Yeah, I have. Okay. I have a bunch of weatherproof boxes under my bed, and I'm pretty sure it is in that weatherproof box with. So my question here: a opening day map. Continue. I have a very important question. Very important question. Why? What kind of weather do you have under your bed that you need to have weather? You never know if there's going to be flooding or something. Okay. Especially because my bedroom is attached to a bathroom. Okay. You don't know if that's going to flood because I have a very tiny shower. It's prone to flooding. It happens. Um, All right. Fair enough. And there's paper in those boxes. So you want it to be. Okay. I have reason behind it. I know you were there's, ready for There's that. logic. I didn't have any agenda. I just thought it was funny. Um <laughs> so once you get inside the former Rainforest Cafe where the Star Wars trading post is, uh -huh. they've actually done a really good job of taking what was already there and making it feel like you're going into a resistance space. It sure seems like it, yeah. And there's, like, yes, it feels like a store in some parts, but they've actually brought a lot of, like, 
I almost want to say it, there were moments that felt like you're kind of in Rise of the Resistance or the Millennium Falcon Smuggler's Run. Like they've brought some props in that make it feel like it's part of Star Wars Galaxy's Edge, which I guess is what I'm getting at. But my favorite part of the entire store is actually back in the back where you do buy the porks. Um, in fact, I believe Murray was purchasing a pork tonight, if I was paying right. attention correctly. And um, and they have this wall that's kind of an like it wraps around and it's an L shape and it's and it's meant to look like it was, you know, carved out of of stone or something. And like you're kind of in a tunnel or something. And they've got all of the creatures there. And I will flat out admit, I was like, oh, it's kind of like in Pandora. <laughs> but that's not a bad thing yeah, because it actually felt very natural. And um, I think one of the things they really did well with this, and it'd be interesting. I don't know how to get this experience, but they had Star Wars music, like random Star Wars music playing in the store. And it made all the difference in the world. And in the one thing I think I love the most about this store is you forget you're in downtown Disney District and you're like, oh, yeah, I mean, like, I don't know if I could have said I was in Galaxy's Edge or if I was in Star Wars or like, I don't know what that was. Mm -hmm. But I definitely forgot for a few minutes that I where I was and I was just in Star Wars. And, and I actually had this realization that I was telling Murray and I told you pretty much the moment you showed up was I was like, they need to have this in Galaxy's Edge. Yeah. Because it took me, I know they think it will take away from like the realistic factor of like being in the land or whatever. But I flat out think if they had Star Wars music playing throughout Galaxy's Edge, I would lose my mind and I would also lose where I'm at yeah. in the world, Galaxy, whatever it is. Because it just... Like stars, Star Wars without John Williams really isn't Star Wars. I also think that they could write, John Williams could write very new, pretty music. I mean, he did a Galaxy's Edge suite. Which is great. Um, I love it. But I think that if you don't want it to feel movies, you don't want it to feel Star Wars, you could write new music. Oh, totally. And it could be very whatever you want the feel of the land to be. Um, but I don't think you need to. Like, it yeah. was like... I'm thinking as we're uh, talking here, you heard Princess Leia's theme. I would cry. And it was beautiful. And it just felt right because you're in a resistant base. And of course you hear Princess Leia's theme. Yeah. And and I think you could, like, if you're in the area of the First Order, then you play Imperial March and First Order music and, and maybe more of the dark side music. Yeah. And if you're over at the resistance base, you play resistance or rebel music and and I, I think there's probably enough, like there's dozens of hours of Star Wars. I was going to say, I think the other thing is that you can pull from movies, you can pull from television shows, yep. you can pull from video games. Yep. There's a lot of music that you can I pull I 100% agree. I just think, to me, it was one of those hunches I've always had in Galaxy's <laughs> Edge. Like every time I go in, where we love Galaxy's Edge. Yes, like we, we went there every Sunday for the five weeks it was open. And, is that right? No. Seven weeks? No, that's that oh, was Rise, Rise of Resistance. Resistance. But since we went every it, right. day for that's like what a I was year. Thinking. <laughs> we went every Sunday for about a year. Yeah, almost. And um but it's I don't think we ever had complaints about it. No. But then hearing this tonight, yeah, I was just like, Oh, this is the missing. Like we're huge Star Wars fans, we're huge Disney fans. We're gonna go to these things. But I feel like if you added the Star Wars music to Star Wars Galaxy's Edge, 
the people who are in the middle are suddenly going to become people like us. I agree. I got to go there. They got Star Wars music and there's X-Wings and Chewbacca's there. And and he goes down to the whatever. And you're like, you would just, I think it would take it to a whole new level. So um, I don't think that's ever going to change like because they heard this this show. But um, I can wish. True. But that's our opinion. That's our opinion and we're sticking (laughs) to it. But no, it was, it was super cool. Um, The store was better than I expected it to be. It's still at the end of the day is a store. It's not like you can go in and do anything that's way over the, like it's, it's not build your own lightsaber land, but, um, but it is a very nicely themed store and it does take you into an experience in a place you don't expect to go. And, and you can get like the legacy lightsabers. You do have to um, pull the little thing to get a number and, and they'll call you when it's your turn. And I couldn't tell you the last time I was in Rainforest Cafe at Downtown Disney. So I wouldn't even be comparing it. Um, well, I only went when people from out of town came in. But I couldn't tell you the last time I was there. Like the last time I was inside. Yeah. So I, because if it was a different store, I might be like, oh, this is what they turned that into. This is what they did. And I, I wouldn't have any of that because I could I'll give not. you a tour and tell you. I'll be like, this is where the cash How registers exciting. were. exciting. Please do. This is where the fish tank was. Fish tank? Yeah. I feel like the last time I was there, I was probably like 10. Okay. So I don't remember. I mean, I went, <laughs> I went, like we have people that we work with in business that would come into town and, and they really would always want to go to rainforest cafe. So I feel like I went probably once a year, two or three times. And it was just like, Oh, okay, this is fun. And, and it's really, to me, rainforest was always about the ambience more than like, I couldn't tell you anything that they had on the menu that it was just like, yeah. okay, this is the food. Um, one thing I can tell you from the Florida rainforest cafe at Walt Disney world is the coffee. Oh, Coffee is good. <laughs> they have very good coffee at Rainforest Cafe. Mm-hmm. So if you're at Disney's Animal Kingdom and you want a really good cup of coffee in the morning, get breakfast at Rainforest Cafe. Exactly. You won't regret it. All right. Let's keep on moving it. Uh, we learned this week that magic is electric. Are you electric. impressed? I remembered that. I'm impressed. I remembered that. It's electric. Um, so... There is a new Bolt yes. EV and a Bolt EUV. Yes. Um, and I remembered that also without notes. And so proud of you. Disney and Chevrolet went together to reveal these two new vehicles. It'll officially be coming out. They're 22 line, like 2022 line, but they came out this summer, it looks like. And, and they did these really cute commercials cute. that mix Chevrolet and Disney characters and Walt Disney World and also showcase what these cars can do. And normally we wouldn't talk about cars and Disney characters, but these are geeky cars. They are. Like they can drive by themselves on certain roads. Mm-hmm. They have the panoramic opening the top. Like we were texting when they were revealing these and it's like, I kind of want a bolt. Like, yeah, I did express that I kind of want a bolt now. Um, and this is also very important so, Mr. Dapps drove a Volt. Which a I Volt, enjoy. A Volt with a V. With a V. Um, the Bolts, previously, I was never that big a fan of aesthetically. Well, and they were tiny. And they were so tiny. Yeah. And they're full electric. The Volt was hybrid. The Bolt is full electric. Um, and it it was just not feasible. This actually has a, a really great uh, life on the battery. Um they're mid-sized cars, 
which is a lot easier. And they're really, really cool. <laughs> well, I, and I think that's really what it comes down to is it went from being a practical electric car for local driving yeah. to something you can actually compete with a gas driven vehicle. Totally. And, um, and so like, yes, they have this, this, what is it, the auto steer or whatever it is. It's, it's has some ridiculous yeah, name, there's, but basically it drives by yes. itself. It's got and a the really steering cool wheel lights up when it does it, which yeah. is so cool. And, and I, I have, I'd want to test it to be completely honest. So Chevrolet, if you'd like <laughs> geeks corner, to give a test of the new bolts, please please reach out to us, geekscorner.live. We will we will do this. Um, I have voiced that when they start going to dealerships, I'd really like to see one in person. Yeah, I'd like to I'd like to test drive one to be for completely sure. honest. Um, for that test alone to see how they self-drive. Yeah. Because totally. I'm a little bit skeptical, mainly because it's just a paradigm shift in my head of like, you can drive a car without driving a car. Um, apparently that feature is already available on some models yeah um so it's like called super cruise i think i'm trying to think that's correct um don't forget the rear view mirror and the rear view mirror does the thing guys it doesn't actually show ghosts but it's still pretty cool the things that they're doing in cars these days insane it Um, really should come with an r2 unit uh i don't i this one probably won't do it but there is something that cars do now um where if you were to like back up or you're trying to parallel park, whatever, it shows you an overhead view of the street you're driving Also on, creepy. And it it ARs your vehicle to how you're moving it. So it shows you. It's insane to me. Yeah. But these are things that cars do. May I talk about the most exciting part of this commercial to me, Please though? Please do. CG Figment. Yeah, that gave me hope. That gave me so much hope. <laughs> um, I know that there was talk last year maybe about a cg figment project or somebody was making a cg model of him or something i was like it was probably for this but somebody went through the effort (laughs) to um make a cg figment which says a lot and it was only for a small part of the commercial so it wasn't even like it was a big part i was like but it was still really cool yeah but it gives me a lot of faith that figment is going to be around for a while well and if for nothing else it's like you made the cut. Yeah. Like it's it's kind of like golf. We're yeah. like you have till Friday to make the cut and if you don't make the cut, you're not playing in the game. <laughs> and uh, and he made the cut. So that was very um hopeful. Yeah. It was very exciting. I'm also very excited um that starting in July when these are released, they're going to be out at Test Track um in the showroom that which is they, after sh- test they should be. Totally. I mean, they probably should be now. Like the yeah. two that were in front of Spaceship Earth, they should have just been like, all right, we'll take these over to Test Track now. And yeah, I heard that great. they were at Test Track for like a couple hours, but then they took them back out because they're not available cars yet. I don't know. But, but it's supposed to be about the future. So I think they should just the have future. them and be like, hey, someday you can get one. Sign up right here. But yeah, so Chevrolet, if you would like to send us a bolt. Well, I think the way it usually works is you get it for the weekend and you get to just test it out. Yeah, if you'd like to send us one for the weekend, that's fine. So everybody tweet at Chevrolet and say (laughs) Geek's Corner should review a Bolt this summer. Um, (laughs) It'll totally work. We'll start start a... like a, a campaign, a campaign, a geeks, grassroots geeks corner, bolt. a geek campaign, a geek pain. I geek. don't know. <laughs> <laughs> no geek pain. That sounds bad. They're still watching. <laughs> <laughs> 
um yeah yeah that that would be pretty cool um and and bailey says that if uh katie does get a bolt it should be named figment which i agree obviously absolutely has to be i think my next Um, car needs to be named figment period you know is it gonna be purple i don't think that figment needs to be purple okay um let's keep moving on we missed a few things because uh last week we devoted entirely to the opening of disney california adventure and if you haven't seen last week's show yet you need to go watch it and you need to hear um what doug had to share because it really it was, was episode. it was a very good episode so and fun. and doug just has a a wealth of knowledge than in in experiences that he's so fun and gracious to share so um one of the things we didn't talk about last week though that that i feel like we need to is the falcon and the winter soldier yes uh there was another clip shown or preview shown during the super bowl and so we've gotten another look at this it will be coming to disney plus in about a month um that's so weird it is weird and i don't know about you but for me i'm looking at these previews through the lens of this is where we're at with wandavision yeah. How are we going to get to that? Yep. I had the exact same thought. And and so I'm having a hard time. And the fact that we're pretty much going to go back to back on them. Yes. And I'm having a really hard time grasping, I guess you could say, the Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Because I'm like, oh, that looks like fun. It's going to be a buddy cop movie kind of thing or show. And it, it looks great. But I'm kind of like, what's behind it? Where's the creepy part? Where's all that stuff that's happening from WandaVision? And yeah. so I'm a little bit like, what's, I don't even know what the word is, but I'm a little bit like second guessing everything I'm seeing. I'm like, it almost seems too straightforward for me. What do you think? Uh, I agree. I also think that it might be a nice break to just enjoy, <laughs> enjoy fun, enjoy things that are maybe not so. It could all blow them up. Um, Disney Plus show. There was I I saw actually just brought this up to one of my coworkers because I think it's very hilarious. Um, somebody posted a TikTok of like if people watched Marvel movies the same way they watched Wandavision, and it was like the opening credits ca- came through of the Marvel. They paused it. Like, do you see how it's red? Do you see how it's red? Do you see how it says Marvel? So the thing about that is, and that's a hundred percent it. I think that Wandavision has changed a lot of how marvel fans which is funny because you think of how like the first two episodes people are like "Eh, i don't know the wandavision thing like i've heard lots of people say it still and i'm like i like the first two episodes for one like i really enjoyed them i saw lots of things that were kind of like huh wonder where that's gonna go like i saw some things that kind of weirded me out i guess you could say um but it really is gonna be weird knowing we're going to go from WandaVision to this, to Black Widow, and then Multiverse of Madness, I think. Yeah. Um, if I remember correctly. So you know somehow they're all connected. Like totally. this is just what Marvel does. And so I'm I'm really... I'm very... I am looking forward to seeing it, though. I, I, am I think too. it looks like fun. I am too, but at this point, I can't get out of um, WandaVision. I agree. Like, I'm honestly just like... No, I just want to see how... WandaVision ends. Uh-huh. Loki, I'm really looking forward to as well. Clocky, I agree with you 100%. And um, yeah, it's a weird thing because I think I'm more excited about Loki than I am Falcon and the Winter Soldier. And I'm more excited about what comes next in WandaVision because I feel like I'm left hanging every week. 
Uh, <laughs> See, I'm never much of a Marvel fan. Um, like I am. That's no, I don't. I'm but you don't have a Marvel tattoo. I don't have a Marvel tattoo. Um, I never get excited when trailers come out because I'm always like, okay. And then when it's out, I'm like, this is awesome. I love this. Well, and and don't you think part of that is they do a really effective job with their trailers, just like Pixar does. Yeah. Where they don't give away too much. Totally. And and you don't actually know what you're getting. And I feel like the trailers are almost more for the people who aren't into them. Yeah. Who are just like, we're trying to bring you in as opposed to a... But it's like, you can play back the tapes. We were watching WandaVision trailers like six months to a year ago. I was like, I don't care. Yeah. I'm not excited. I don't play get it. Play back those tapes. Play, play them back. Not, on not Bailey. Because Bailey already does. On Somebody tape. else. Um, VHS, please. Yeah, VHS or cassette. If you listen to the podcast on a cassette, first of all, I'm confused. Second mm-hmm. of all. Um, but trailers really never get me that excited. I'm always like, okay, cool. I'm still well, going to watch it. And just, even like having seen the previews for some of these movies through the years at Disneyland, where they give away what I feel is often too much. Yeah. We still walk into the movie going, oh my gosh, what did they just do? You know, like there's still those moments of, um, of shock and, and, yeah. and engagement that I, that keeps going. Um, the other thing, can we move on now? Yeah. Okay. Uh, the other Super Bowl preview that we got was a brief look at Riot and the Last Dragon, um, which continues to, uh, get closer to its release date, which is March 5th in theaters and also for premiere access on Disney plus, which I am sure we will be watching that way. If I had to make a guess, um, don't you? I know. I just, I so you said March 5th and I was like, why does March 5th stand out in my head? March 5th was Pixar night last year. I was, I was like, is that what year? Wow. Uh, good catch. I was, yeah, I'm really good with dates. If you guys don't know that already, that's dates kind of weirdly stand out in my mind. And I was like, is that what day onward released last year? And I don't think that's correct. Um, but it was very early on in March, but March 5th was Pixar night last year. And this year it's Rye and the last and Dragon. And this year it's Rye and the last so Dragon. So what did you think very quickly of the preview from the Super Bowl of Rye and the Last Dragon. It is very brief. <laughs> yeah. I was surprised, to be honest. It's fun, though. I think that we keep getting, like, these world-building type things, and it will never, ever stop being weird to me of watch it March 5th in theaters or for digital download on Disney Plus Premier yeah. Access. Like, that, to me, that tag at the end is so weird. Um, every time I hear it, I go, oh, because it makes my brain uncomfortable. I had this weird moment watching... Um, this preview in particular and it reminded me of a preview i saw randomly enough of aladdin back in the day and i had this moment of like what am i getting into and and it for whatever reason it triggered this emotional response of like this is kind of what i don't know what they're doing with the genie and like there was just i don't know i don't like I have no expectations of this being the next aladdin just because i think tonality it's not a musical like there's lots of different things that shouldn't connect to Aladdin. But for whatever reason, I couldn't even tell you what trailer I saw back in the 90s. Um, I was probably in like elementary or middle school. I don't know. But um, mm-hmm. but it had that like, huh. I just it, like it reminded me of, of seeing a preview for Aladdin. So I'm, I'm curious because I I think there's a lot of interesting things to come out of this i think world buildings 100 percent. you're right and i think there's some characters that we're gonna 
be walking away from this movie absolutely loving. Yeah. And and maybe they're ones we don't even expect. I just feel like they've the more I see of it, the more I go from like I don't get it to like, oh, this looks like it might be something special. Yeah. And um and I think it probably is just for the way it was made and the adversity that it faced when they were making it. And that tends to make better products. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I'm curious to see how that turns out. Um, it, it'll be interesting. I, I'm kind of bummed. I'm going to bring into the next topic. Definitely. Um, the, the short before it is yes. a short called us again, which takes place in the sixties and it's basically two grandparents dancing. I love it. And, and it's going to be soul and funk music. I think if I remember reading correctly and in the rain and it's, like we haven't even seen a, hardly anything on it. We've seen a picture, yeah, and it looks gorgeous. The description just like I am all in on this. The downside is it's not coming to Disney Plus until June. Yeah, we live in California where I just don't feel comfortable going to a. As I theater. say, even if our local movie theaters were open, I wouldn't. Which step they're foot not, in are they? No, they're not. But I still wouldn't step foot in one. Which is weird because it's a California-based studio. <laughs> yeah. Like, I um, wish they could regionalize for Disney Plus because I do actually feel like it's one of those things where, um, like, I'm going to see if we can get a review copy or something to be able to talk about it. Because I, I I, was 100% sold the moment I read definitely. about this one. I was just like, this looks gorgeous and beautiful. And I feel like they're hitting something that's what I would normally associate with Pixar. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like this could be some one of those things where um, Disney really, like Disney animation hasn't had a, drive-in's a good idea. Find a drive-in. Um, there we go. Um, I know but, where a few are. Oh, good. I'm glad you do. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but Disney hasn't put out a short with a animated feature in five years. Yeah. And so I just think this could be a return to something very special. I'm looking forward to it. And in some ways, I'm more looking forward to that, what, three minutes or whatever than I am the entire movie. Yeah, I agree. I think it's very sweet. Um, I'm very excited about everything around the short. And we should find a drive-in in our new Chevy Bolt. <laughs> but then again, we're stuck in the summer because everything's in the summer. I don't know. Uh, yes. But we we will hopefully we'll get to see this and and really like the movie we'll watch either way definitely it'll just be about the short which I think is going to be beautiful I agree um, the other thing I think we'll wrap up with is they revealed today actually what is coming to Disney Plus in March which is always a lot of fun um, to see what they have in store and obviously we know about the Falcon and the Winter Soldier we know about Ryan the Last Dragon um, we are going to see the finale of WandaVision. Which, once I realized that, I was like, oh, my, that's coming up close. Stressful. Yeah, that's that's a good good word for it. Um, but by then, we're also going to have The Muppet Show. That's this Friday. That is this Friday. Oh, man. I mean, really, Boat Next was not on this. <laughs> I I don't know what they were thinking. <laughs> We do have some Boatnik lovers here in the audience. I feel like that would be a really like they need to have maybe like at Halloween if they have parties again, we should all dress as different people from the Boatniks. So that means dressing in our tacky 70s 
outfits. I mean, I could wear a Coast Guard uniform because um, there's lots of Coast Guard people in it. Mm-hmm. You were awake for the most of the movie, weren't you? <laughs> I was awake for the first 20 minutes. All right, we're going to rewatch this. It'll be good. We're going to bolt um, Nicks. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's good. I like the recurring theme tonight. Um, but <laughs> We're going everywhere now. Um, <laughs> but there's also going to be a, a, a new series that's starting that I think only has one episode in it at this point. But it's uh, Marvel Studios, Studios Assembled. Oh, yes, yes. And they're going to have the first episode is Assembled, the making of WandaVision. Yeah. Which I think is going to be great. And we've got Doug Marsh actually in the, the chat right now. And... What I love about this is I'm going to be curious to see if Doug's articles mm-hmm. or this this uh, documentary yeah. are more comprehensive. And I'm putting my money on Doug. I'm 100% putting my money on Doug. Yeah, like I, I just think it's going to be a blast. Um, I am really curious to see. Um, they're doing another uh, Marvel Studios Legends next month. And I believe that is looking at Sharon Carter. Yep. Hmm. Um Actually, we're going to get Falcon, Winter Soldier, Zemo, and uh, Sharon Carter. I was going to say, hold on a second. I I just read Sharon Carter part when I was posting this, and I was like, oh, that's cool. Um, Mighty Ducks Game Changers is coming next month, which I have a feeling I won't watch this opening day, Mm -hmm. but it's going to be one of those ones that sometime throughout the week, every week I watch just because the Mighty Ducks, I feel like, that was such a huge part of any kid growing up in the 90s. And and I grew up in northern Minnesota where hockey is a huge deal. And and it just like, hey, this is our life. And I, I didn't personally play hockey because I was too small and I would have gotten killed. But I could ice skate. I just listened to a two hour episode about the entire history of the Anaheim Ducks and their purchase and all those things. Mm-hmm. But in it, they talked a bit about the... Mighty Ducks movies and all those things and how they took the theme songs and played them. It it was very interesting to me. Um, I think that the history of the Mighty Ducks of Anaheim is fascinating. Yeah, there's there's so many cool things that came out of that. And uh, like that was one of the big things I feel like Disney did a really good job of from a northern Minnesotan standpoint um, Mm -hmm. growing up. And then the other one that really jumped out at me actually was a movie called Iron Will, which was filmed partially in northern mm-hmm. Minnesota. And so we got to see it getting filmed as a kid. And and that was such a huge deal to see Disney come in with with sled dogs. <laughs> but, but no, we got to see it and, and they went by us and it was a cool thing. You'd see all the cameras and stuff. And and those were the I, and those are the things that you don't see everywhere else that yeah. suddenly was like, oh wow, Disney actually goes out and does things and this was cool um the last thing we'll hit real quick is inside pixar foundations is coming in uh, march Mm -hmm. and i think this is getting all dropped at the same time at the end of the month but it's basically how they create things and it's the process i think if i'm reading this right but it's how they make the movie the characters film um like all of that stuff so i think that's going to be really fascinating as well on disney plus next month so um it, it's interesting because you think of back to December with Disney Investor Day and you you hear these rather massive feeling numbers of like, this is how much content we're going to release mm-hmm. in the next year. And, and it's kind of hard to fathom, but then you look at what they're putting out every month and you're like, 
okay, I guess that makes sense. And then this isn't even hitting on the stuff that's from the library, whether it's, you know, there's just stuff all over the place that they're pulling out of that. Um, but not the boat necks. They need to get the boat necks. You're right. Um, more boat necks that they are, or any boat necks like Garfield is going on to Disney plus next month, but not the boat necks, but not the boat necks or follow me boys or follow me boys. Also an excellent movie, but, uh, we're running out of time tonight, Katie. So what should people do? Go to daftsmagic.com. Check out all the Disney and geek news as it happens. Find our Patreon and subscribe to our mailing list. That is right. Make sure to also subscribe to our YouTube channel. Uh, we have a lot of fun stuff that we are uploading, including the tour of star Wars trading posts that we uh, took earlier tonight. So you don't want to miss that, but we've also got some archival stuff that both Murray and I are working on, um, and whenever we get it back, there'll be a bunch of 50th videos that we'll be uploading that we're really excited about. And some of it, we don't actually know what it is because it hasn't been seen in that long. Like it's 15, 16 years. And it's like, wow, well, here's a videotape. Let's see what it looks That's like. Amazing. So we will see when you see um, what goes up on our YouTube. And that will be a lot of fun. But that is all the time we have for you this week. So we will see you around the corner. Bye.